0: I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode 46 of Me When I'm Free. This is the podcast that ponders the question Who is this me when I'm free? And why does it even matter? And what would it be like to live into our unique design on behalf of the world? Let's explore these questions together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. As I am preparing this episode, I am sitting on my patio on a beautiful late spring day. There is a light breeze. Birds are singing joyfully as they flit from branch to branch. The flowers in our flower bed are blooming a brilliant purple. The clouds are puffy white, the sky a soft blue. It feels easy in this moment to believe that Jesus is near and he is glad to be with me. I picture him in the patio chair next to mine, joyfully soaking in the day with me. He's quite delighted that I am taking pleasure in nature. He did think it up, after all. The Celtic Christian tradition has a term for such spaces where the distance between heaven and earth collapse. It calls these moments thin places, a location or moment in which our sense of the sacred is more pronounced, where we easily encounter God's presence. But soon I will head inside and there will be dishes to be cleaned and bills to pay And a towering to-do list to tackle as I seek next steps in this journey of calling, decisions to be made, planning to be done, emails to be sent, and then dinner to be made and more dishes to be done. I'm already aware that the moment I step inside and away from this sweet time of rest and reflection, that I will easily forget that Jesus is still near, and he is glad to be with me. I will likely get lost in my tasks. Then I'll begin to feel tired maybe even a little overwhelmed, so I'll look for a distraction, maybe a snack, or maybe get pulled into a newsfeed, And then I will remember that I have that looming to-do list to tackle and will get pulled back into productivity. And so the cycle continues. I find myself wondering, what would it be like to know? that Jesus is as close to me when I'm aware that he is as when I'm lost in a pile of laundry or tapping away on my computer. What is it about productivity that distracts me from his presence? Why do I assume that he is distant when I am simply not paying attention? What if Jesus is just waiting for me to encounter him in the to-do lists and tasks of my calling? He did think it up, after all. If only I will pause long enough to notice. Barbara Brown Taylor writes in her book, An Altar in the World, The truth is, regarded properly, anything can become a sacrament anything can become an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual connection. Friend, anything can become a place of connection between us and Jesus. Even the mundane and the mountainous tasks that often serve to disconnect us from our awareness of him. What if all that is needed is for us to turn aside, like Moses in the burning bush, and take notice? There is a phrase I have been trying to remember to whisper to myself throughout my day while I'm out for a run or scrubbing a toilet or cleaning a sweaty sports jersey. All is grace. It pulls me back into the present moment, capturing the bigger picture of God's provision and presence and protection in three simple words. All is grace. Truth is, I still get lost in my tasks, overwhelmed by my to-do lists, anxious about my future. And still, all is grace every single time I remember to say it, and even when I don't. Shannon Martin writes in her book, The Ministry of Ordinary Places. Simply put, we cannot love what we do not know. We cannot know what we do not see. We cannot see anything, really, until we devote ourselves to the lost art of paying attention. Jesus is waiting to encounter you right now, friend, in the midst of your endless tasks, your hurried schedule, your overflowing calendar. It's up to you to simply take off your sandals and pay attention. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one. Trevor Hudson writes in his book, Discovering Our Spiritual Identity. We direct the mind Christward by frequently affirming the closeness of the divine presence. Whether washing dishes, doing housework, sitting in a boardroom, working on the factory floor, or typing reports, we acknowledge God with us wherever we are. These repeated affirmations may find their shape in a short prayer inwardly whispered, the recall of a biblical phrase A silent pausing. Sometimes just repeating the name of Jesus centers our lives in that portable inner sanctuary where the Most High dwells. Friend, is there a word or a phrase that you might consider using as your method of repeatedly affirming the closeness of Jesus? Just take a moment to consider. And question two. Whatever word or phrase comes to mind, I'd like to leave space for you to practice sitting with it as a step toward this habit of paying attention to Jesus' nearness. For the next 30 seconds, I invite you to close your eyes and repeat the affirmation you have chosen being aware of the gift, and simply turning your mind toward Jesus. I'll hold the space and let you know when our time is up. Then, would you take a moment to reflect with me, and maybe even journal, Exodus chapter 3 verses 2 through 5. Moses is in the midst of the tasks of his ordinary day, out pasturing the flock of his father-in-law Jethro. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not being consumed. So Moses said, I must turn aside and see this marvelous sight, why the bush is not burning up. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near here. Remove your sandals from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, would you help us to make a practice of turning aside to notice your presence. It's in your strong name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness and calling. I love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here, and if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. Click the share button on the podcast if you know a friend who needs an encouraging reminder that they aren't alone either. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.